we're back. I'm Jack, and you're listening to Dev90X. Today is day 81. The title of today's episode is Adjusting to Morning Workouts. So I think that part of being a developer who is talented and good at their craft is managing your energy levels and your work routine. For me, a big part of that is exercise. When do I exercise? I've always been an afternoon slash evening workout training time person. And I really liked doing it that way because there was a point where I was getting a bit stuffy and kind of, you know, sore and achy in my body from sitting down all day and going, getting up and going to the gym. Just, just what I need. Usually it, it's a wonderful thing to do in, in the afternoon and evening to, to kind of switch off from work and go and move my body and iron out all the kinks. Having said that, having said that, I do think and I have always thought just intuitively that being a morning workout person is a better habit because you get so many benefits from exercise that can directly translate into doing higher quality work. It directly translates into more clarity and focus. And exercise in general is the thing, one of the things that it's a, it's a cornerstone of your health. It's a pillar of your health. And so it needs to be a high priority. And if you keep skipping workouts, then it just means that you're not prioritizing it enough. I have found for myself that if I do workouts in the afternoon or evening, I tend to skip them more often for a variety of reasons. Even though I have the best intentions, it just happens to be that I skip them more often. It also happens to be that things that I have to do every single day, I have found are better to be done earlier in the day. <laughs> it just makes sense to get those must do's ticked off as soon as you can, because then you're not stressed to get them done by the end of the day when you're running out of time. And so I decided recently after going through a bit of, a bit of heartbreak that I am going to make some changes in my life. And this is the one, this there's, there's others as well. Like I want to just generally be doing a lot more exercise and just kind of <laughs> focus, focus a lot more on um, doing things that work and get me results rather than kind of laissez-faire attitude towards various different things. Um, but this is the main one, becoming a workout, a morning workout person. So yeah, uh, it's like day three now of being a morning workout person. And I'm finding it, it's great, but it's definitely something that I gotta get, I'm going to have to get used to. I skipped my breath work practice this morning because I kind of ran out of time and I knew I needed to go to the gym. And so I just did, I just went and did my workout instead. And if I, I know if I skip my breath work practice, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen at a later point in the day because I need to have an empty stomach for that. And I like to work out, uh, I like to eat after going to the gym. So. Um, that's coincidentally also Jack's hack for today is morning workouts. <laughs> if you do it in the morning, you skip less of them. And then over time you work out more and exercise more and you're more healthy and more productive and more focused. And you tend to go harder with an empty stomach when you work out and you have an empty stomach in the morning. So, so there morning workouts, everyone get on them. <laughs> Progress update for today. I started reading my first programming book. 
I haven't read any books on programming yet. And this one is called Mastering Swift 5.3. It's not the most current, but I think it's the most current that's out right now in terms of, in terms of books in book form because Swift 5.5, actually there was 5.4 as well. Maybe 5.4 is out. I'm not sure. But this is the book that I've got. And for now, it's what I'm going to start reading. I finished section six in Unwrap, which is on closures. I still don't fully get why closures are used everywhere all the time, um, but I'm sure I'll, I'll start. I'll start to, it'll really click once I start practicing them. But it was a really good section on closures. I feel like I, I had no, I didn't know how to distinguish closures before I did this. Now I do know, and now I kind of get it, and it really, really clears up a lot of confusion around different syntax and different code that I've been seeing. I did a bit of jamming in a Swift playground. Nothing too heavy, just a bit of light jamming. Started section seven for structs in Unwrap. And I'm still finding that I'm learning a tiny little piece that I didn't know before in each lesson. Even though now I have, I have spent definitely more than 100 hours consuming content on Swift, uh, I'm still picking like I'm still picking up little bits and pieces, bits and bobs with every lesson that I'm doing in Unwrap. So it's it's really nicely paced, and it's kind of the perfect difficulty level. And it's like meant for beginners, but also it's not really like dumbed down too much. Um, so yeah, Unwrap is it's just a great it's a great resource. I started lecture eleven for Stanford iOS, which is on error handling and accessing the file system. Uh, what do they call that? Um, perpetuation of data. I think I've, I think I'm using the wrong word here, but it's basically how to how to write read and write data to various different places. There's there's a lot of different places that you can read and write data from. Um, you know, databases. You can read and write from iCloud. You can read and write from um, core data. Uh, there's a, a special thing for like settings, like saving settings on the device. Uh, of course, you've got like Realm database or or Firebase. So there's yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you can read and write data and persist data over time. That's what this lecture is about, and it's great. But I am really keen to get on, get going on 100 days of Swift UI. Um, I know that this project-based approach to doing things is going to be very, very helpful. And I'm just, I'm excited to get started on that. But I decided also that I'm going to just focus on one thing at a time and finish things before I get started on new content. And so I am going to finish Unwrap and Stanford just watching the Stanford lectures. I'm not actually doing the projects. I'm just watching the lectures, but that's what I've decided. And I'm going to finish those two before I get started on 100 days of Swift UI. Then I had a design session with Dylan. We did a broad overview of a lot of different things. Um, pricing model, annual versus monthly, how much to discount, how to, how to strategize a launch pricing model, um, content duration. This is a big one. So with Breathwork, the duration of the practice is important. It's similar. It's kind of similar to working out. If you have a workout video or a yoga video, you, or like a platform that has lots of content like this, you need to you need to have content at each different time interval, at each different duration interval, so that you can appeal to 
the audience in their schedule and what they've got available with themselves. For extreme users and for people who are really serious about the content, they make they tend to make time in their schedule for it. So it's not like you have to fit into their schedule. They will fit you into their schedule. But you still have to you still have to have the option for the casual user. And so we we haven't fully decided on it yet, but uh, it's going to be there's going there's going to be a lot more, a lot more discussion around what duration of sequences are we, we going to launch with. My thought is to just pick the duration that is the most appealing to the most number of people and launch just with that. Just focus on one duration of content to begin with and then roll out more from that point on. I had this idea about an in-app currency for unlocking pro content and we talked about that. Although it does, it does raise a lot of questions relating to overall design of the app. In this, using this model, it's sort of like um, you have tickets to, let's, let's call them classes. So a breathwork sequence is a class. And if it's a pro class, typically you would need the pro membership. But if you have these tickets, then you can unlock those pro classes. And it's a way of like trialing any of the content on the platform without having to buy pro. So you can find content that you really like, but you would, you would be, if you really liked it, you would feel restricted by, you know, this ticket system. So it would in incentivize you to buy pro. I don't know if we're going to do this. You can also just do a free trial and let people have free reign over all the content on the platform. Um, so yeah, we're still talking about, still talking about that. Uh, we agreed to use data to make design decisions rather than opinion, which is a good a good uh, way to do it. Although some things are difficult to get data on, and sometimes you have to make decisions with limited data. So it's definitely not always easy. But yeah, as a rule, definitely try and get data to make design decisions. Um, and then we also kind of agreed on like a, a quality philosophy, which is that. We're not, we're, aiming, we're not aiming to be the best app. We're aiming to be the number one app. So we're aiming to be the best for the most number of people. Obviously, we want to be the best app ever, but this is working against perfectionism. We want to be the number one app. We want to be the most successful app. And then secondly, we want to be the best. We want to deliver the best user experience possible, something so good that no one else could compete with it. However, going in day one, with the mentality that we're going to build something that is just going to be just going to be impossible to compete with is probably the wrong mentality because that's a more perfectionistic mentality and makes it harder to actually do things and launch. So, yeah, we're not yeah, we have to we have to we still have to launch, we have to get things done, we have to make decisions, we have to make compromises and uh in the end, the thing that we launch is not going to be the best version of itself on day one. Um, so, yeah, we made yeah we, we we kind of agreed on that, and then um, we agreed that it's good to design a sense of progression through skill level, uh, and do that with like visual feedback from the UI. For example, you could have on the thirty day starter core sequence, 
you'll have you'll have to unlock each day. So it'll be locked until you do it, and then it'll unlock the next day. And there'll be like a visual feedback of you know green check marks and like a, maybe like a horizontal scroll view that scrolls through through the all 30 days something like that but yeah designing like this sense of progression where you're like ticking things off and you're progressing through the journey that's about it so that's it for today uh day 81 thanks for listening everyone and i'll talk to you again tomorrow